Hello guys, welcome back to the SJ Talks podcast and it's your host Siraj. Today, is, I'm going to talk about something which I'm going to I'm gonna start very soon and I wanted to break into it, I wanted to talk about it, extrapolate it and you know just really break it apart into its different sections, right? And kind of also have an audio format of something I can just reference to every single time, you know? So I'm actually starting the 75 hard challenge. And if you guys know me personally, you know I do this every single year, um, every single year, annually. It's like an annual tradition for me now. And um, I haven't done it this year for various reasons, you know, such as going to Saudi Arabia, it's completely my hedge. Um, that would have cut into, the, I actually started it 30 days before that. And then I ended up, finding out we're going to go and then obviously that cut into it and i'm not really gonna focus on a 75 hard i'm gonna focus on my religion right so obviously i didn't couldn't complete it but now now i have nothing going on and therefore i'm gonna start it on monday and i'm gonna start it but i'm not just doing the 75 hard i'm i'm doing it a bit i'm doing a bit more and yeah i know if my mom found out she'd be like hammering into me and be like why are you doing why are you doing something extreme again but a bum so I'm actually doing the 75 hard, follow after the 75 hard, after I've completed the 75 days straight, I'm doing a project 50, which is the same type of rulings, uh, similar type of stuff, you got to do a bunch of different things, a different um, number of tasks every single day for 50 days this time, um, but if you miss one of the things on any of the days, then you start again from day one. And then after I've finished the project 50, I'm doing another 75 soft, which is a, which is like the easier version of 75 hard, if you will. Now. If you count that up, that is 200 days. Now, that is a lot of days. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. And it's yeah, it's a long time. It's, just, it's 12, you know, just under two-thirds of a year. So, this is going to be very interesting. Very, 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 very interesting. And, um, yeah, let's get into it. So, I'm going to talk about, well, you know, just go into it and go into depth about the different things. But first off, I might as well talk about what they actually are. So, 75 hard challenge is a mental toughness challenge it's not a diet it's not a workout regime it's a mental toughness challenge and it's meant to increase discipline so in essence if you wanted to call it a regime of sorts it'd be a discipline re uh, regime and it's project 50 is also a similar type of thing and 75 soft is basically came up on tiktok after the 75 hard challenge blew up on tiktok and then after that um social media kind of for those of you for like the busy people if you were made up the, the easier version which is the 75 soft and they both work they both um checklist just 75 soft is one workout a day and less water and that's about it right so um those, those are, that's basically what it is it's a discipline regime it's not really a diet it's it includes a diet um it includes a workout regime but it's not um just those two it's those two are not the exhaustive list of the checklist um which i will be going through later on in the episode by the way so why am i doing it why do i feel like i need to do it every single but apart from the tradition right i've, I've already done it for the past two years it's become a tradition for me now but why you know why am i doing it so uh well i'm doing it because first off as i said before it's a discipline regime and my discipline right now is whack I'll be honest with you. Yeah, my discipline is—it's just gone. It's—it's—it's it's, it's slipping. It's been slipping, and I'll be honest with you. You know, if I'm if I'm being completely and utterly truthful to you guys listening, I'm not happy with the way my life is right now. I'm really not, and I feel like the the best way to the, well, the first thing I need to try and at least correct is my discipline. And what better way to do this than something 
like the 75 hard. And that's why I'm actually making it very extreme because I don't just want to complete the 75 hard and then for all the progress to just go again within a couple months like it like it did last year. I want it to follow on. I want it to fully embed itself within my lifestyle. And as you guys may have heard, 21 days to build a habit, 90 for a lifestyle. 200 days seems a little bit more than 90. And therefore, I feel like this can really help me. And this can, as I'm also starting off really hard and then slowly, gradually letting my foot off the pedal, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of embedding it naturally into my lifestyle. And I really hope that that is the result which comes out of it. Um, I will be doing mid and end week updates on the 75 hard and how I'm doing. And chances are you'll hear a number of times that I've started again from day one. But hopefully when I get to the end of it, the results that I get are incredible. And just a little disclaimer, when I say you have to start again from day one, I'm not meaning that if I'm on the 75 soft, or from, sorry, let's say I'm on day 49 of the Project 50, I'm not saying I have to start again from day one of the 75 hard. Once I've completed the 75 hard, I've completed it. I'm not going back to day one of that. But um, if I do fail on the 49th day of Project 50, I do have to start of day one of the Project 50 again. And that's how I'm doing it. So it's not like one can one like long challenge. It's like three challenges done in consecutive uh, done consecutively. So um, what what are they? What are the rules for the three? So what I'll do is I'll go through the rules of all three, and then I'll go more into detail about the seventy five hard because that's one I've fleshed out properly, and then I'll give a few tips and tricks, and then after that. Um, Perhaps it's the end of the episode. Perhaps it's not. I don't even know yet. Okay, so the 75 hard. Uh, very, 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 very brief run through on the rulings. So there's five rules and there's two more which I added in for the 75 hard. So the five rules that Andy Frisella, uh, the creator of this challenge, has made is this. Stick to a diet, uh, which includes no alcohol and no cheat meals. I don't drink anyways, but no cheat meals. For 75 days not a single cheat meal stick to a diet top it through the next one is two 45 minute workouts at least at least one of them must be outside both of them can be outside but one has to be outside um four liters of water a day well he says a gallon so it's about 4.4 liters a day um of water that is plain water no like uh cordials no like plain water four liters 4.4 liters of that a day uh, 10 pages of self-development or non-fiction book and a progress picture. And those are the five things that he has said um, that were the original rulings. And I've added in two more. And that is um, alongside with a progress picture, I'm going to be using my um, body fat scale to also do that every single day. And also a cold shower. Now, I'll go into the reason of why, about the cold shower in more detail later on. However, the fit track, uh, that's the brand that the scale is from. Um, I use that just a very, I don't use it like religiously, but I use it as a rough gauge to kind of see where I'm at just very, very roughly. And the way I want to do it, the reason why I'm doing it daily is just purely because the 75 hour challenge includes daily tasks and, you know, that's basically it, but it also will give me a really good idea of how my body works in terms of body fat, you know, like how much water weight would I put on and how quickly does the water weight come in and how quickly does it leave? It's kind of like a little experiment for myself, really. That's why I've added it in. But the cold shower, I've added it in as well, as well, just because it's very, very integral. And I think it's it's really important 
um, especially for myself now, especially with, when it comes to discipline. I think cold showers are one of the things that people kind of refuse to do, and that's really, really cool. Uh, but I will go into more detail about these later on. But the Project 50, so this is this is uh, 50 days, um, and it's a slightly different checklist. So it's wake up before 8 a.m., um, a one-hour morning routine with no phones, no electronics, no screens, a one-hour workout a day, 10 pages of a non-fiction book, dedicate one hour towards a new skill or goal, follow a healthy diet, and the last one is journal, and that is every single day, do all of those every single day, and a 75 soft is um, eat well, <laughs> eat well, and you get one cheat meal a week, now whether, whether the cheat meal is eating out or whatever, up to you. It could be a homemade thing, but just with more like carbs, whatever, or a bit more high, but whatever. It's just a cheat meal once a week and eat well. Um, obviously, I don't drink anyways, um, so no, never mind about that one. 45-minute workout, one 45-minute workout a day with one day a week of active recovery. Drink three liters of water a day and 10 pages of a non-fiction book um, and a progress picture. So as you can as you can probably tell, um, 75 hard starts off with the most extreme challenge and then it slowly gradually gets less and less um extreme and obviously the 45 soft as you can probably tell it's not very hard <laughs> i will be honest with you so now so when i'm kind of going through this is starting, you know, starting off very very extreme and slowly slowly loosening you know loosening up as i was as i was mentioning before but now let's let's go into why i'm doing and what I'm doing in terms of individual, more spe more specific. So the first one of the 75 hard is stick to a diet. And this means no cheat meals and no alcohol for 75 days. I do not drink, so the alcohol doesn't really obviously affect me. But no cheat meals. This means no takeout, nothing outside of the um, diet. This means no highly, you can't stack calories, right? You can't like miss breakfast and lunch and then have like a 2000 calorie dinner and have like three burgers and a pizza. Um, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. But um, it is three meals a day. And um, I am basically, my diet is not a keto diet. It's not a, a like a carnivore, omnivore. It's not any of those. It's literally just a calorie and protein intake. Um, that's what I'm tracking. So it's uh, 3,000 calories a day. And because 2,800 is my maintenance, but because I'm doing two workouts a day, I feel like I need to, even if I want to be in a deficit, I need to be in some kind of surplus above my maintenance just because I'm doing that much exercise in a day. Um, so I'm doing uh, 3,000 calories with two grams of protein per kilogram of weight. So that was, I'm 80 kg right now, and that would mean 160 kg. So 160 um, grams of protein, sorry. Now, what am I doing? Well, how am I going to, how am I going to achieve that? Um, I don't know personally because um, I'll see when I get when I get into it and how I'll do it. Kind of I'll mix it up and I'll maybe have you know um, I'll change up my meals. But I have got three meals planned. Very rough. Very, very they're not like exact meals, but so I do have a bit of wiggle room. But one thing I will say I will preface before I talk about the meals that I put into this diet is. Um, I have not put in any drinks, and there is a reason for this. So, as you as I said before, part of the seventy-five hard is four liters of water a day, or four point four and a half liters of water a day. Now, drinking that much water in past experiences, you don't have much stomach room for any of the liquids. But the reason why I'm not including, and why I'm not really saying, okay, 
no coffee oh no 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 other drinks only water it's just because um sometimes you can well first off protein shakes i do like protein shakes and i can have them to increase my protein intake as long as they're with as long as they're within my calories and within my protein and they achieve my protein however if i do want a coffee in the morning for example i really really like caramel lattes and hot chocolates those are my two favorite hot drinks um if i want one in the morning because as you will see in a second my breakfasts are so my breakfast is very very light i am able to have that within my calories and as long as i don't snack throughout the day which i'm not planning to it's not in my thing and i don't usually snack anymore um it's it, it's it's viable no it's viable and as i said i'm only tracking calories and protein i'm not really and you know general health you know i'm obviously if i'm eating if i'm getting 2000 calories and i'm and i'm reaching my protein but i'm only eating like fried stuff and all that obviously i know that's not healthy but if i'm as long as it's healthy and it's 2000 um, 3000 calories sorry and 160 grams of protein a day it's getting it and therefore i'm not putting a cap or a limitation on the drinks however as i mentioned at the start of this four liters of water is a lot of water and chances are i'm not going to be wanting to drink much many caramel lattes or many hot chocolates and also my bank account does not does not allow me to do that very much right so i can't really be buying five coffees a day and such so that's why there's no limitation on drinks and that's one thing i wanted to put out there that that the diet is a very 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 personal thing every person's diet is going to be different you form it however you want as long as it is strict it does not have remember it does not have to be a sustainable diet you won't have to keep this diet for two years it's two and a half months okay um and it is mental toughness so make sure your your diet is is easy enough so that it's not like hard to do every single day but it's also hard enough that it is a bit of a challenge to get that in but anyways moving on to the meals my breakfast as i mentioned is very light and it's literally like what I've got down for that is yogurt and fruit. It does not matter what flavor yogurt. It does not matter what fruit. As long as it is a bowl of yogurt with cut up fruit inside, basically, that's what I'm doing. And if I want to, I can put in a scoop of protein powder in it. And blah, 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 that Those add-ins can come along if I need my protein intake. But it's yogurt and fruit. And the reason why it's just this, and it's not something like, you know, oh no, like anabolic French bread, like French toast or something, you know, it's purely because, um, I need a, I cannot have a heavy breakfast. One thing that I do is I wake up early because I'm just naturally a morning person, or at least I like to think I am. <laughs> and um, I wake up early on. You know, like for example, today I woke up at six o'clock, and having a heavy, heavy meal with like at seven, eight a.m. in the morning is not something I'm able to do. My body does not like it, and I feel groggy. I my energy levels are low. I feel full. I feel bloaty. It's just not a good idea for me to have a heavy breakfast that early on in the morning. And that's why yogurt and fruit, it's light, it's healthy, it's nutritious. It's very, very variable. I can change it um, to, you know, to make it exciting. I don't have to be having like, you know, the same things I can have. For example, there's this mango, papaya and passion fruit yogurt that I've had. It's I think it's an Onken uh, brand and it's incredible. Right, so I don't need to stick to Greek yogurt every day. I can have that yogurt, for example, with cut up bananas inside, and that is incredible. That is actually an incredible bowl. Um, I could eat it so much, and that's an idea. And therefore, it's a light, it's nutritious, it's healthy. 
um, it's variable, I love it, and that's my breakfast, my lunches are chicken and cabbage sandwiches, now this is basically a recipe I saw online, and I loved it, it was so simple to make, it was cheap, and it was also, it looked very, very, very hearty, so basically, yeah, it's chicken and cabbage sandwich, you shred up some shredded chicken, put in with cabbage and lettuce and carrots, um, those are all shredded as well, and um, you put in like a sauce of your choice, mix it all in together, put it put it in a sandwich, and toast sandwich, and it comes out, and it it just it tastes incredible, it looks incredible, it's cheap, it's hearty, and because of the light breakfast, I need that energy, I need that hearty thing, middle of the day, what tends to happen with me though, is I tend to get an energy dip at about 1, 1 2 p.m., 1 p.m 2 p.m around that time and therefore having my lunch is quite hearty nutritious it's got the carbs for energy it's got the protein which are long long um it's it's a yeah your body takes quite a while to digest uh, protein so it'll keep me full it's got the greens in there it's got you know it's got every it's got it's a balanced meal and it's also tasty it's hearty it's an incredible lunch and that's why i've got it right now i'll see how it works i'll see how it's also easy to prep so the student is great um but I'll see how it goes. I mean, all of these actually, all three of these breakfast, lunch, and dinners, I will be, you know, seeing how it goes. If it's if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it does, it does. Moving on to dinner. Uh, this is pasta meat and roasted veg. So pasta meat and roasted veg. You might be thinking, well, that's very very bland. It seems very. I've got option to wiggle around. Okay. Um, I don't. The meat could be chicken. The meat could be beef. The meat could be goat. It could be mutton. It could be veal. It, it doesn't matter. As long as I can eat it, it could be any meat. The pasta can be any pasta. The veg can be any veg. As long as it is a source of pasta, uh, meat, cooked, obviously, and roasted veg. Veg that is roasted. Yeah, very, very simple. It's a very, very simple plan. It gives me place uh, space to wiggle um and this i haven't actually included this in the tips i'll give at the end so i'll give it now one thing with the diet is give yourself wiggle room as you as i've been saying so much give yourself wiggle room if you're eating the same old thing every single day chances are you're gonna get bored very quickly and that's not something that you want happening because that can actually end up being detrimental to your entire progress and the challenge not only that but your discipline also now, um, well, that's my diet done, but what I will say is don't stick to, like, I've given myself one meal for each one, if you want, if you want more variation, um, give yourself two or three meals, and you have a choice, right, um, or, for example, if your parents cook for you, eat your parents' food, man, don't, <laughs> eat your parents' food, don't, don't be trying to cook for yourself, whatever, unless you cook for your family, anyways, um, you can work around it, you can have smaller portions so the calories aren't as high, you can gauge the calories that are in the meal and then, you know, eat accordingly, um, and obviously snack around it and blah, 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 but you will be on, I will, I will say one thing with your diet is you're doing two workouts a day, hopefully they're intense or somewhat intense, you are, you are going to need, work out your maintenance calories, calorie calculator online, caloriecalculator.com I think it's called, is great, and put on your maintenance calories, add 200 to it, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to gain weight, add 700 onto it, because trust me, you will need that much, that that much, like, sheer energy, because you've got two workouts on top of your normal day, anyways, moving on to the workouts, seeing as how I was just talking about them, so it's two workouts, 
Um, one of them has to be inside. Two of them, both of them can be outside. Um, personally, I know a lot of people who have done it where they've had one gym workout, which is inside, and then one other workout, which is like running or cardio outside. Um, I'm personally not doing that. I've just got, I've got my own fitness protocol, which I actually stole off a guy called Andrew Huberman. Um, great guy. He's got his own podcast. It's incredible if you read into the sciencey reasons and the sciencey stuff behind stuff that happens in your body. He's a neuroscientist. He gets experts in, talks about different fields. It's great. Um, I'm actually currently listening to the controlling your dopamine. Um, and this fitness protocol one I actually stole off him. Funnily enough, the episode called Fitness Protocol. And yeah, it's what he does. And I've kind of used it with mine because it kind of blends in with mine really well. So what I'm doing is the first workout, the first 45-minute workout is actually the fitness protocol, which I'll go into in a second. And the second one is um, something else. It's skipping and um, karate. So for those of you guys who don't know, I used to do karate. I used to do it for um, a quite a high level. I used to do it in... Um, for about 12 years and I still I, I stopped it because of injuries and relocation but I still remember a lot of the things and one big thing that you work on um, especially for competitions is kata which is a sequence of moves performed in a certain way now kata is very very like it's very strenuous when you do it for a while and it works up a sweat it really hones like your muscles because you're holding positions that are not normal positions in a while so you're working your muscles you're also building up a sweat so one of these workouts one of these 45 minute workouts is um five minute warm-up with skipping work through all of the kata that i literally run through all the kata once or twice um that i, that I know and which is most of them and um then finish off with another well finish off the time with skipping basically so that'll probably be about five minute skipping uh, the kata and then um and probably another like five ten minutes of skipping at the end now the 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 first workout the first 45 minute workout one that could be inside or outside by the way that like karate and skipping i'll be doing it in my garden so i'll be outside but the first one that can be inside or outside and therefore i'll go through my fitness protocol now as this is kind of the more complicated part i, I would i would say now the fitness protocol i actually stole directly off andrew huberman uh tweaked it for me um, but yeah, so um, Tuesday is he actually does zone two cardio, uh, sixty plus minutes of zone two cardio. I have I do hockey and I have hockey trainings on Tuesdays, and therefore that Tuesday workout will be um, it's about two hours of hockey. That is cardio still. Um, it's a lot of running. Um, Wednesdays is a, a leg day at the gym. It's a gym session, doing legs. It is intense. I'm going to be working on power, um, maximum five reps, minimum 85% of my one rep max. Um, you know, very, very, very intense strength um, and power focused. Um, not really, not really fussed about hypertrophy, hypertrophy, um, hypertrophy. However you want to see it, um, say it. it's not one of my core goals at the moment for my body. Um, and therefore I'm not doing, you know, the general bodybuilder thing. If any of you guys listening to this are like, oh, why are you doing that? It's because that's not bodybuilding is not my goal. My goal is not hypertrophy. And this is to do with my goals as just all round athleticism. Now, Thursday is a rest day. It's heat, cold, contrast exposure with active recovery. So Andrew Huberman talks about this heat, cold, contrast exposure. And I really, really like the idea of it. So that's why I'm going to 
implement it. Now, what this means is literally 15, 20 minutes in a hot shower, in a sauna, something like that. And then going straight into a cold, uh, cold exposure for about five minutes. It could be an ice bath, um, turn the shower down like to really low temperature to where you're like, you know, very, very uncomfortable, but not like frozen in one place, right? It has to be uncomfortable. And what this does it is really, really good for recovery if done the day after. Um, and it's also really, really good on the discipline side of things as this is why we're doing the challenges. Um, and pair that with active recovery. You're doing this heat cold exposure, really, really good for recovery, really good for getting the blood pumping, but also you're doing active recovery, which means you could be going for a walk, you could be doing, you know, like going for a light bike ride, you could be at the gym again and doing a light bike ride or whatever, you know, or, or going on rowing machines, doing something really, really, really light. But it works, it's really cool. It is not the most comfortable thing, but it is nice. One thing I will talk about though, and I'll bring this back onto the cold shower because this is really important. Having a cold shower within eight hours of um, uh, of a workout, uh, eight hours after post-workout is detrimental to your, to your progress in the gym. And this is not something anyone, or at least I hope this is not something anyone who goes to the gym would want. If you are having cold showers or cold expo- cold exposure within eight hours of your uh, gym session, of live of leaving the gym six to eight hours after, it is heavily detrimental on your gains, and it's not the best. There are studies that prove this. There are studies that, that show this. Eight hours is a good is a good gauge to kind of say, okay, have it now, and um, this is why we're doing the heat cold exposure on the day after and not on the same day. All right, this is, this is why it's the day after, and this is actually the opposite of detrimental is actually really positive for your for your progress and for your recovery so that's thursdays fridays is what he calls it andrew huberman calls it neck day and neck and torso day the torso is basically just chest back core and shoulders right and the neck he likes training neck i have never trained neck before i really want to try it because i know i've got like a i know i've got like a a weak neck i, I always know this but i want to really see what he says he said a bunch of benefits on that podcast um on that podcast uh it's quite literally if you go into andrew human's podcast and type in fitness protocol you'll see there um but you know he really likes neck day so i really want to try it out if i don't like it i'll discard it and i'll just do torso but torso is basically chest back core and shoulders and this is really cool uh it's a lot of compound movements a lot of landmine uh use you know it, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be fun and it's really good for, for athletes as well which is right which is why i really liked it saturday is well saturday for me is match day it's hockey matches um so i'll be doing that but if i'm not able to have a match or if there's no match on that week i'll be doing about half an hour to 35 minutes of moderate cardio this means it's more than tuesday's uh zone two cardio uh, for me, it's hockey training with no hockey training, zone two cardio. Um, zone two cardio is essentially when you can still nasal breathe, but, and like, you know, you can, you can hold a conversation. Uh, it's not to the point where you have to breathe out your mouth. Um, that's basically where zone two cardio is at. If you can hold a conversation with someone while doing it, you're good. You can nasal breathe. You're good. Saturday, this moderate cardio is a bit more than that. You're actually not able to nasal breathe. You're going a bit harder. So it's nasal breathing is not enough and you have to, you know, you're not huffing and puffing, but you are breathing out your mouth. That's basically the best way to gauge whether you're in that moderate cardio zone. And Sunday is intense cardio. It's, it's a lot shorter, probably only going to be about 20, 25 minutes, 15, 20 minutes probably of a HIIT workout. Um, this is usually, 
I usually do this with running and skipping, but you can do it with whatever you want. And then Monday, the last day of this fitness week, I structure it like this just because it makes more sense to me. But Monday's arms, calves, neck and shoulders. Basically, all the muscles you haven't worked out plus neck and shoulders. Um, shoulders because they recover very, very quickly. So you can do this not a lot, a lot of times in the week. Neck, just because... You, why not train it again and arms and calves because you haven't trained them specifically this week uh that's my fitness protocol and that's basically what i'll be doing as you can tell there's three gym sessions in that therefore three of them will be inside there's also uh a hit day which will also be inside um or outside that's depending on how i'm feeling that day how good the weather is such and so forth but there are two days so there's three or four this, let's say four let's say hit will be in the gym so that let's say that's before four days of um inside um workouts one day for recovery and two days outside that is a pretty good mix i'd say and it really keeps in line with my hockey training i remember the second workout will be usually in the evenings um and will be cutter and skipping one thing i will always say with the workouts and what, what's worked out best is doing one in the morning one in the evening do not try and compound them do not try and do like one uh in the afternoon and one in the evening just because that it, you, your body will still be fatigued your body will definitely still be fatigued and you don't want that because then it's not optimal training uh and that's basically it i mean four liters of water a day you use a bottle man use the same bottle and this is one thing I'll say, this is in my tips, so I'll go into my tips now, but use one bottle to drink water out of. I've got a 2.2 uh, litre water bottle, that's two of those is my water for the day. It's a lot of water, I'll be honest with you, but you can you know, you can, you can can pour out. If you've got a litre water bottle, that's great, that's perfect. Four of those, sorted. Um, this water bottle is massive, it's kind of awkward to drink out of, and it's awkward to take around with me everywhere. It's heavy and big and luggy. So I can pour water out of this into other things. But it's so easy to measure. And if there's one less thing to keep your mind on, it's going to be really good for you. Now, moving on to the rest of the tips. Yeah. Which one should I start with? Yeah. Think about the day at hand. I think this one, this one is probably the most important. And that's why I'm starting with it. Think about the day at hand. 75 days sounds a lot harder than one day. You know, if, if I have to do five things for one day, times a whole lot easier than five things for 75 days. For me, it's 200 days, right? So if I'm thinking about the, the, the next 199, the next 100 days that I have to do this, my mind's going to be like, oh, mate, that's a long time. Do I really want to do this? And I can give up really quickly. You can feel demotivated. This can actually make you feel demotivated. It can make you get rid of the dopamine receptor and the dopamine baseline and make you not interested anymore. Because... I don't know whether you guys know this, but dopamine, when doing exercise and like physical movements, which you don't want to do, there's no dopamine release. Even if you go to the gym, there's no dopamine release or it's minimal, very, very, very minimal. It's only if you like doing it that there's, that there's actually two times the baseline dopamine level that gets released when you enjoy the physical movement, the gym, the workout, the exercise that you're doing. So if you imagine you're going to workout, you hate it because you're like, I've got to do this. I'm already tired from the first one. Why do I have to do the second one? There's going to be no dopamine. You're not going to feel rewarded for doing this. You're not going to feel good doing it. And that's going to be detrimental down further down the line. And the next tip is plan every single day. Oh man, plan every single day because again, one less thing to think about. The less things you have to think about, the more you'll want to do this, you'll want to complete it. 
what I personally like to do is either last thing before I go to bed or plan the day after or first thing when I wake up after I down that liter of water and this will come on to the next tip um so remember that yeah after I down that liter of water I'll sit down and just plan my day I'm planning my day literally means writing out a to-do list and then scheduling out my day according to the to-do list so for example if I only have two things to do that day I have a lot more time to for example tidy my room to meal prep to uh do other things right to plan for other things if I've got a lot of things to do like for example tomorrow I have a lot of things I need to do because I'm pushing a lot of things from today onto tomorrow I have a lot more work blocks I probably have like four five six hours of work that blocked out for me now don't get me wrong I don't schedule i do do it with time but i don't schedule it out okay so 10 minutes for this task and five minutes for this task no i just literally i literally say okay i'm gonna leave at this time i'm gonna have lunch at this time i'm gonna do for example the podcast it's a longer task so i just schedule out an hour or two for the podcast then tidy the room then i will work and i'll have a, a time literally slotted out for like three four hours of work and that's what i'll do right and then any appointments that i've got or any timed um things i need to be at I can put in that. So, for example, today I need to be at university for six o'clock for a meeting. And therefore, that's scheduled in. And if I know that going into the day, I don't have to think about it during the day, which means I can be more focused and more in the moment. Less on autopilot, right? Now, the second one, as I said, I drink a liter of water in the morning. And there's a reason for this because of my next tip. My next tip is get things done earlier on, earlier on in the day. No, no, if you get, if it's got until like 9pm and you've still got two workouts to do and three litres of water to drink, chances are you're starting, you're starting again from day one tomorrow, right? But, if you, but for example, I drink one litre of water in the morning, in the first hour, within the first hour, always. And that's what I do. And what that enables me to do is essentially only have to, only have to think about drinking three litres of water in a day rather than four. And well, three liters is literally like two mini water bottles and my big one. That seems a lot easier than like two of those big ones, right? Now, for example, if you have the time in the day to, if you wake up, for example, like me at six six a.m., you're able to go to the gym or like by like seven half seven. All right. If you get your gym in in the morning, you've only got one workout to focus on for the rest of the day. You have more time for other things. And this is one thing that I really think waking up early does for you, which is actually one of the, obviously the Project 50, as I mentioned earlier on, the first thing on there is wake up before 8 a.m. One thing that one thing waking up early does for you is most definitely gives you more time. Even if you go into bed earlier on in the evening, it gives you more time because, well, if you're a man, your testosterone levels, which is, which is, very much so responsible for you know your motivation confidence energy levels and such and so forth um they actually trail off towards the end of the day which means you're less likely to do tasks and if you do do tasks you'll be doing them slowly or slower you'll be less interested in doing them if you're doing it in the morning your testosterone is at a peak right if you're a woman then uh well don't worry about testosterone i mean it still works slightly for you but it's all just general energy levels for everyone energy levels dip off during the day your mind has been awake during the day which means in the evening you want to chill everyone knows the feeling right do you think that earlier on in the day though your mind is ready to go it's raring to go it's actually really eager to do stuff and that means that it's more likely to work in your favor it's more likely to get the things done quicker it's more likely to succeed
in the day. And my last tip that I'll give is film yourself. Every single day, at least journal in some form. I know it's part of the Project 50, but for the 75 hards, both of them as well, film yourself. You know, I, I say film myself, film yourself in a video journal, video, in, a, in a video uh, blog, a vlog, or you can um, journal, you know, write it down. I personally have an audio blog, which is, which is this podcast, believe it or not. And I also have a written journal, which is um, literally a book, which I write in. Um, yes, I have a diary and it really helps. I also have um, my, for example, my to-do list. You know, if I look back, it's a really good memoir. And I would class that as a kind of journal on things that I've got done today. You know, I can see how much stuff I've got done today. I can see my progress. I can see, because I, I, when obviously when you go through a to-do list, you cross things off, you know what you've done today, you know the progress you've made. And this is really, really helpful when you're going through 75 days of a very intense program. If you journal yourself, you can feel quite demotivated by the time day 50 comes along and when you have that journal available to you to look back at like day one or day zero, when you've just firmed your resolve, when you just said, I'm going to do this, I'm going to complete the 75 days, and I'm going to do it properly. When you've done when you've done this, like you can look back and it motivates you to become better, to 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 carry on, not to give up. And you can look back at like a previous self on day sixty, and you can look back at yourself on day two when you're really struggling with everything. Everything seems so hard, and you can look at the way things have become now and how things have just become seamless. They like it's just a part of your lifestyle. This is so important, and this is so such a one thing which helped me last time. That I that I started doing. I didn't do it the first time. I did it the second time though last year, and it really helped. It really, truly, and utterly helped. So now, that's really it from the actual challenges, the the seventy five hard project fifty and seventy five soft things. Um, I've only, I've only really fleshed out seventy five hard, and therefore I'm not going to go into detail of seventy five soft and project fifty. However, what I will say is this is not a podcast. Oh, sorry, this isn't. This episode is not me trying to tell you do it do the 75 hard or do the product 50 but um this is just me saying i'm doing it right i am doing it and if you guys want to join me on this by all means do it but this is my thoughts this is my challenge and this is what i'm starting now um but alongside that what i will say to end the podcast is if you do want to message me um on instagram please do if you want some tips about anything please do if you want just someone to talk to please do um my DMs are always open, and my Instagram's public, so you can see, you can message me, you can you can see my profile, and um, what this you know, you can message me if you need any if you want to give any feedback on the podcast, if you want to uh, join me on the seventy five hard challenge, you can be accountability partners. I'm also up, I'm always up having one of those. Um, but yeah, if you do want to, my Instagram is Siraj Ravat. Sorry, Siraj uh, Ravat. Yeah, S I R A J R V T. Uh, v for Victor, T for Tango, and um, yeah, that's really it from today, so uh, the next episode will be an Islamic one, so uh, keep in tune for that, and I do hope to see you there, see you guys, keep smiling, be happy, and drink some water, bye.